0: Welcome to the Simply Resilient Podcast pep talk series when you cannot cook another meal. This episode is for those of us who are feeding other humans or maybe even just sick of feeding ourselves, but for whatever reason, whether those tiny humans you're feeding are super picky, or maybe if your husband is super picky, or if you're just sick of cooking, if you are tired of the recipes that you use, if you're feeling really challenged by just cooking for one or just cooking for two when maybe usually you cook for more or you're sick of leftovers or you're sick of eating out or just whatever. This task of feeding everybody including yourself every day can get a little daunting particularly during deployments when your husband's away and you're solo parenting and I've caught myself thinking in those moments they all need to eat again, right? Like I just remember thinking I just spend the whole day feeding people from mealtime to snack time to cleaning it all up to restocking the fridge, you know, at the grocery store to thinking about tomorrow's dinner to it just it goes on and on. It's a really like a part-time job feeding yourself and your family. And again, whether your husband's there or not, that brings up its own challenges. So, the main thing I want to talk about today is that circumstance when your husband is away and you're cooking for yourself and your kids and you're needing a little inspiration in this department. So the first thing I always encourage my clients is to seek to understand first, right? Seek to just gain awareness around what's going on. So the first thing you need to realize is just why you're feeling overwhelmed by cooking, why you're getting really sick of it, why it's just feeling like this really daunting task. And I like to give myself some credit, right? I like to understand why this is hard, So the first thing I want you to spend time thinking about is cooking dinner can be hard even beyond the obvious reasons. And when you understand that, it can really help. So we often associate, especially dinner time, right? Like meal time as family time and connection time and like the time of day, particularly dinner time, right? Like the time of day, our husband gets home from work and it's just a time where we come together. And so when your husband is away for a, you know, an extended period of time, whether it's a deployment or a TDY or, or just different trainings, it's like this subtle reminder just every day of he's not here, he's not here, he's not here. It's also really hard because it comes at the end of the day when we've already put out so much energy, so much effort, and we're getting really close to, you know, kids in bed. Maybe we get a little break, but we're not there yet. And like the two hardest things are left to do, even though they're, they can be great things. But they take a lot of intentional like patience and effort. And that's dinner time and bedtime. And so in that moment, when you're tired and when you're feeling overwhelmed and when solo parenting is kicking your butt, it's that end of the day moment where you still need to feed all these people and yourself and then put them all to bed. And that all is just worth acknowledging. It's just worth acknowledging it makes a lot of sense why that is a daunting part of the day. So the first thought I'd like to offer you is that it's just to honor the experience, cut yourself some slack, and and let yourself off the hook on nights when you need that. Understand why it's hard and just let it be hard. Just give yourself that moment of Everyone's eating toast for dinner because I just I know I still have to do bedtime and I'm just exhausted and I can't cook. Or I didn't make it to the store. So I don't have ingredients or whatever. Just let yourself off the hook. It's all going to be fine. Lower those expectations. Most of us are pretty good at realizing like there's just going to be nights like this where we just need to lower our expectations and do what we got to do. But the second area I want to take this episode is to help you find new thoughts that can reinvigorate you, re-energize you, and get you excited to be in the kitchen again. So again, whether you're cooking just for yourself or if you have little kids or big kids, whether your husband's home or not, in any of those circumstances, we can get deflated in the kitchen. And so it can be really helpful to have some tools to get more excited about cooking. So I want you to remind yourself that the reason that it's worth it to do thought work around things like this is so that you feel better, so that you get more excited to do this task that for whatever reason is assigned to you. Now, some maybe sometimes your husband cooks dinner, maybe sometimes your kids cook dinner, which is really fun. Some some nights we eat out, right? But it's kind of like dishes. It's just an assignment that will just keep coming back, keep coming back, even if you get momentary relief from it. So it's really valuable to learn how to intentionally think a little more positively about cooking particularly if those thoughts don't come very naturally to you. So once you realize what it is that you are thinking about cooking, that's how we identify our current relationship with any given like task or responsibility is first look at, okay, right now I'm thinking I would give anything to not have to make dinner or this is so hard or it takes so long or it's so messy. And when we're mostly thinking thoughts like that about this task, about this responsibility, no wonder it feels very daunting, very heavy, and we wish it was someone else's job. But right now, at least, it's your job and you want to feel and think more positively about this job. So once you've identified what you are thinking, that's the perfect moment to just start making some adjustments. I want you to think of, just brainstorm a list of true and believable reasons for you of actually why you like this job, your favorite parts about cooking, the parts that do actually get you excited, the parts that even if they're right now not getting you very excited, they have in the past, or you can see them getting you excited again in the future. I want you to acknowledge your strengths when it comes to this responsibility. I want you to spend a lot of time thinking about the most positive moments about this responsibility. Even if it's, even if you're just really focusing on like my favorite part is when we're all sitting down and eating And then you just spend a lot of time reminding yourself that like, it's okay that this part's not my favorite. Maybe like the chopping veggies part or doing dishes at the end. But the part where we all sit down and eat is my favorite part. And you spend a lot of time thinking about that part. And you remind yourself that I'm willing to do these parts in order to get to that part. That will really help you. If you guide your brain to your favorite parts and to your strengths and you build on all of that, Those parts are going to feel bigger and stronger than the hard parts. But if you spend a lot of time thinking about your least favorite parts and the areas where you're weak and the parts that you dread, then those parts will feel bigger than the positive parts. So you just start to intentionally guide yourself those places. And then also if you do kind of a similar brainstorm and identify your least favorite parts about cooking and see if there's any of those parts that can be delegated a little bit. Often some of those things we need to just buckle down and do ourselves and learn to think about again a little bit more positively. But if dishes is just the worst part for you, then come up with a strategy to to get your kids trained up on doing dishes or Give yourself permission to always just do the dishes the next morning or something. Like if if it still has to be you, then maybe in the morning you'll feel a little more ready to do those dishes. Like there's no one said, there's no set rule that you have to do dishes at night after dinner. I know a lot of people like to say, oh, you got to go to bed with an empty sink or you know, dinner's not done till the kitchen's clean or something, but those rules are just made up. You get to make up your own rules that work for you and your family and your sanity. And when you start to adjust in this way, that is when you're going to get some relief from the overwhelm and the dauntingness of this task of feeding people every day. Even, again, even if it's just yourself, sometimes we get sick of even just feeding ourselves. So give yourself a lot of love, try out some of these new thoughts. I know you're going to love them and they're going to make a big difference in your relationship with cooking meals. Good luck. You've got this.